My name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this week's training. And I want to talk about brain hacks for likability, which is one of the things that us introverts can sometimes not, like we're very likable, but we don't know how to um, initiate conversation at times, how to, you know, not be as introverted as sometimes, uh, how do I say it? Where our introvertedness can get in the way of developing relationships that we need in business and even in personal life. And uh, so before I get started, I just want to introduce myself. If you're new, I am Sherry Wilson. And my business partner, which is my uh, cat, Joseph, may show up in this training. He usually does um, at least once in it. But I'm an educator, a strategist, a hiring expert, and an introverted entrepreneur. And for years, I didn't know I was an introvert, and so really struggled getting to know new people, approaching people, starting conversations, etc. And I took everything I've learned, and some of that is what we have today, uh, and basically that's what I do, is teach people how to articulate their message um, clearly and with confidence. And with being an entrepreneur, you know that part of that is you have to sell your product or service, you have to sell yourself. And that can be uncomfortable for us. And so, sorry guys, my hair like feels like it's all in my face. And uh, so, I um, was very interested in this statistic that I came across, that there were over 3,400 Google searches on how to know if someone likes me. So just as mysterious is how do you get someone to like you? And I mean, it may sound childish, like are we in you know junior high? Like, oh, I hope he likes me, how do I do that? But you know, if you think back to the good old days, like when we were little, you know, like you would approach someone and say, hi, my name is Sherry, let's be friends. And then you'd grab the person's hand and drag them over to the play box, you know, the sandbox or whatever it was. There was no barrier uh, when we were kids. Um, now, if there were adults, you know, we could be shy. But when it came to, you know, when we were young and playing with kids, it was so simple and straightforward, you know, and we'd smile and that that's how we made friends. And then we learned that not everyone likes us or we uh, experience rejection or what people that, you know, little kids that we thought were our friends all of a sudden didn't want to be our friend anymore. They wanted to be somebody else's friend. And so we got conditioned on, okay, the reality is not everybody likes me. And for some, it became a quest for others to like them. And that became their focus. For others, they withdrew and became more withdrawn and isolated on the schoolyards and in the classrooms. And then they became those weird kids that you know no one wanted to hang out with. And so being liked became instinctually important to our survival as children. And so it caused shifts in behavior. We weren't as bold, we weren't as confident, et cetera, et cetera. So my question before we even get into the brain hack of being of likability is who the heck cares if everybody likes us? 
you know, it, it's statistically impossible that everybody is going to like us. You have the personality conflicts, you know, going on. You've got where some people are just jerks or you might be the jerk. I don't know, but we've got these situations going on where it is impossible to be 100% liked. And even some of the best, you know, Nelson Mandela, Gandhi, Martin Luther, you know, they weren't liked that's, you know, by some people. There's, that's just the reality. Then you have the other aspect that as business, business owners, you do need to create that rapport. And that way you can do business and grow and prosper and fulfill your personal uh, goals and business goals. And so there, there's both sides of it. But I want you to take the, the needing to be liked and in, in frame it in the fact that number one, not everyone's going to like you. And number two, people will like you more when you are true to who you are. And number three, make sure you frame it in your core values that you conduct your life and you conduct your business true to who you are and authentic to the things that are important to you. And then use these brain hacks. Okay. So if you have a customer, a client that you know they don't like you and you don't like them, don't do business with them. You don't need to be that desperate to do business with people that you know don't like you. Because if you try to do business with them, it's going to be a nightmare. And it's the same thing with friendships. And here's a very easy way to tell if someone likes you or doesn't like you. If they don't like you, typically they'll show contempt. And so it's that just that, you know, that slight lifting of one side of the mouth. And you can just feel it like your brain registers it. And that micro expression of contempt is a sign of uh, hidden hostility and even jealousy. And it's never good to do business with people that show you contempt. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so it is important, especially for introverted entrepreneurs to know the how of being liked because it's essential to getting new customers and keeping customers and turning them into fans. Now you have the other side where extroverts think that everybody likes them. They're the life of the party. Uh, they are very confident. They can laugh at their own jokes and their own stories. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how they're wired. And I'm going to post a video again that is really funny. And it shows the difference between extroverts and introverts. And it's chemical. It's very chemical. And for extroverts, it's a dopamine issue. And I believe for introverts, we have more oxytocin. And so uh, dopamine, is, it's the high of being around people and let's party and let's have fun and let's do this and woo. And then you have the introverts that are more like the oxytocin chemical where they're like, you know, let's hang out, let's bond, let's talk, let's have coffee, you know, let's do something, you know, quiet and just one-on-one. -on -one. And so we are literally wired the way we are wired. But here's the secret, and if you're an extrovert, I apologize, but not everybody likes you either. And, uh, and so sometimes your confidence can actually cause you to be blind to the expressions and the body language that's telling you, whoa, you need, to, you need to calm down. This is way too much for me, and I'm not going to do business with you because I'm not sure you really care about me as a person. And that's very important to introverts. So I'll um, post that video after we get done. Okay, so for us, initiating that first conversation and it not being awkward afterward is tough. So next week I'm going to talk about how not to be awkward. And sometimes I feel that we have a part of the brain missing that helps us with small talk. It's like literally, how do you even do that? And, uh, and so um, because 
we have a lot of oxytocin compared to extroverts, we can use it to brain hack. And this is what's crazy. So um, you, the introverted entrepreneur, have that edge in sparking likability. So what the heck is oxytocin? It's called the love hormone or the bonding hormone. So mothers are flowing in it, they're drowning in it when they have their babies. And it's what causes moms to bond to their children. Um, people that are in love, and especially those that have lasting marriages, they have higher oxytocin levels. And you can get oxytocin from hugs, from touches. Um, men experience the most oxytocin after sexual relations with their wife. Um, you've got where, you know, you've got cats that have kittens and they adopt baby ducklings. I don't know if you've seen that video on Facebook, but it's because a kitten has oxytocin. So one, one moment she would have been a predator of those baby ducks, but because she has oxytocin, she adopts them. And so oxytocin is very, very powerful and you can create it, number one, very easily. You can use oxytocin to spark likability by creating positive interactions with others that causes their brain to release oxytocin and a desire to return the favor when they're around you. So again, extroverts are dominant dopamine. Introverts are dominant oxytocin. Oxytocin will spark likability if we use it correctly and other people, okay? So this is why it's a brain hack, and this is why I'm telling you, don't use this for selfish purposes. Use it to really take care of your clients, okay? And to do that, they have to like you, unless you have a phenomenal service, and that doesn't matter. So oxytocin is the tool the brain uses to know who's safe and who you should avoid, okay? So it is a survival mechanism. And it's not hard at all to spark it in your client and in your customers, but you have to start the conversation first, which again can be hard for us. So here's how you do it. Okay, are you ready? You might want to take notes. Here we go. Hi, my name is Sherry. What's your name? With a smile. And then you say, how are you doing? And then they start the conversation. And then you're like, well, what brought you here today? So it's, hi, this is my name. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? What is your name? Just like when we were kids. Hi, my name is Sherry. I like you. Let's go play. So you're like bringing that message out through the smile and through your introduction and you're using the exact same brain hack that worked for us when we were kids. It's being childlike is so important guys and uh, but not childish. Okay. So that's the earth shattering. This is how you start a conversation. Now, to keep the conversation going and then to get the oxytocin levels flowing, you want to use the context of it. For example, if you're at a conference, you would say, what brought you to this conference? And you're expressing interest in them and that makes them feel good. And so they'll start sharing what brought them to the conference. And in that conversation, and I call this a hide and seek method, and I'm gonna teach this uh, quite a bit more in an upcoming webinar that I'm launching, uh, a free webinar. But um, basically, you look for context in the conversation that you can grab to continue the conversation. So if they're like, well, um, I'm attending this conference because I have a really rough time knowing exactly how to market to my target client. And then that can spark, you know, me too, 
you know, and I, this is where I struggle and this um, person helped me and this is one of the things I've done. And then the other person's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then you can guide them through that or you can go to another thing. So you're using the context of the conversation to keep it going. Now, again, you're going to, you know, um, uh, be smiling, be interested in them, being genuinely interested in them. You're going to give your full attention to them and you're going to use the rest of the conversation for more opportunities to keep the conversation how long you feel it needs to be um, or you feel is good. But how do you end it? And that can be stressful because, you know, now you've got the uh, oxytocin flowing where, hi, my name is Sherry. You can touch people on the shoulder because physical touch will spark oxytocin. Um, but again, that smile, seriously, that smile, being genuinely interested in them, brain hacks and it releases oxytocin in them and they know you're safe, okay? That's why that's so important. And uh, so anyway, um, you get through the conversation, you've given them a good experience, maybe you've exchanged numbers or you like each other on Facebook or whatever it is, you've been of value to them in the midst of several people that will not be of value to them that day. But then it's like, Oh no, how do I end the conversation? Because again, for us introverts, starting the conversation stressful, ending the conversation stressful without the awkward of, okay, so you know, nice talking to you. Yeah. And then you're just staring at each other. Okay, that's awkward. We don't want to end what has been so good, what's released oxytocin, what makes them favorable towards us, and then we end it weird. Okay, so here's how you do it. Okay, you ready? This is earth shattering, just like the beginning. It's been nice visiting with you, but I better get to my next thing. That's it. That's it. It's been nice visiting with you, but I better get to my next thing. You know, that's all. And then you walk away. There's no lingering. There's no waiting for them even to respond that much. You're just like, been great, gotta go. You know, why do we make it so hard? I think one of the reasons we make it so hard is we are so self-conscious of how we're coming off to people that that self-consciousness actually leaks out in how we're coming off to them. And it just makes things awkward, okay? You end the conversation, bam, you're done. So again, other ways to spark oxytocin is touch, like on the shoulder. This is interesting, group movement like exercising or dancing. So if you really have a client that you wanna cultivate that deeper relationship, say, hey, I'm going to the gym at this time, you wanna go with me? Or, hey, instead of meeting at the office, I feel like going for a walk. It's such a great day, do you wanna meet me at the park and go for a walk with me and we'll discuss your, your stuff? Or whatever it is, so anything with movement. You can also spark it with stories, you can spark it with movies, and you can spark it with music. Now, long gazes and sex are great ways to release oxytocin, but I'm thinking that you probably don't wanna use those in a business setting. So I would apply those to your marriage or your romance life, okay? Just saying. Now, all of these are great ways to continue the working relationship through the years. And if you feel it's appropriate over time where you really know your client and you've built a deep relationship, giving them a good hug is another way to release oxytocin. So in summary, extroverts thrive on dopamine and they have more dopamine than introverts. Introverts have more oxytocin or the bonding or love hormone than extroverts, 
we can use our oxytocin by making people feel that we genuinely care about them, we're listening to them, using that genuine smile, touches you know, that are appropriate on the shoulder or when we shake their hands, and conversation where we share meaning and then movement. That's how to do brain hacks to um, spark likability. Now, um, normally I have uh, some brain, or some brain, some uh, blogs um, to send you to. Um, I've got one on the website called The Science of Likeability. I highly suggest that you um, look at that one. And then, if you wanna step out as an introvert and get a little wild and crazy, okay? You can end your emails with hugs. You sign it, hugs, Sherry. Personally, my personality is just not really liking that. I don't, you know, I'm not that real touchy person, and so hugs, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to do that one. I like kind regards. And then they um, have revealed in research that the best way to get people to respond to your emails is to say thanks and then sign off. It's almost like it predisposes them to need to fulfill the reason you told them thanks. And uh, so if you want some better response, use thanks. But research has shown signing off with hugs sparks oxytocin. I don't think I'm gonna go that far. If you do, more power to you. But anyway, so I hope this helps you. I'll see you next week on how not to be awkward because it kind of goes along with this teaching. And then I might get into um, lie detection and it depends on if I could figure out how to share my slideshows in a video that I need to go through with you guys. If I can't, I'll come up with something else. But I know that a lot of business owners need to know how to um, spot lies in business. So it's a really good one. It's actually one of my bonuses of my course and I just wanna open it up to you guys. All right, so have a great week and I'll see you next week. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?